0: You know, we all say, well, the church is the people, but then we still are like, oh, I I miss the sanctuary. I miss, you know, being in the building. I kind of want to have a whole different view. Like this should be our realization that like, is the church about holding services or is the church about serving?
1: Hey everyone, this is Matt McCoy. I know that this new season has created a lot of new challenges for you as a worship leader. And because of this, we decided to do a handful of new episodes called Community Stories, where basically I sit down with a worship leader from Loop community and we just dig into their real life story about how COVID-19 is impacting their worship leading, their church, and their personal life balance. So listen in on this conversation with someone from our community. I hope this is encouraging to you in this new season. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, man? Dude, how are you? hanging in there. Where are you in the world?
0: I am currently in Merritt Island where I live. So something that's interesting about me is that I serve at two churches um, in multiple roles. So I'm the youth pastor for both churches and the worship leader for one of them. And so right now I'm in my office at the one where I live in Merritt Island right down the street from my house uh, where I'm just the youth pastor, not the worship leader. But It was close to my house and I've got three crazy boys that I need to get uh, away from to do this. So that's why I'm here.
1: Man, so how is this whole COVID-19 thing impacting your world Um, as a worship leader? Yeah,
0: you know, we made the decision early on to go to pre-recorded content. So it's been trying to learn as much as I can about how to make the best videos Getting it right. A problem for me is that I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so too many takes and too many things where I'm trying to make it perfect uh, often hinders me, and I think frustrates the other people that are involved too. Um, So I've been trying to let go of that as time has gone on. It's been interesting. I mean, it's I basically converted a space at the other church that I'm in right now, where our youth room is. We have a stage area. Where the walls are black, um, and we kind of converted that into our little video studio and made that where we shoot all, all of our videos for the music and for the pastor, wow, um, and then. Um, but I've also been helping out of this church with their pre-recorded content. They were doing live stream for the first few weeks, so wow. I was coming coming here on Sunday mornings and basically being like a camera guy slash tech guy for the live stream. And then when we moved to pre-recorded here, I've been coming and helping shoot that stuff for them as well. You know, the hardest about all of this is kind of the home life. My wife's a full-time student. Um, two of my three boys are in elementary school and trying to get them to stay on top of their schooling from home. is just a, a war <laughs> almost every day. Yeah. Um, and uh, so trying to stay on top of my responsibilities, her with her schooling and then their schooling has just been, it's just like this <clears throat> stress and tension almost every day, all day, every day. So um, Dude, that's, that's hard. Man man. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That balancing all of that is so difficult. Yeah, it is. It really is. This is the last week of that. school, and then it's summer break. And yeah, except so. my
0: wife is full time. Like she had a week off last week, and now she's back in classes as of yesterday. So, it's, okay. Um, but the wow. kids, we don't have to like be on top of them every day, going like, "Have you done this? Have you done this? Why aren't you doing this?" That yeah, sort right. of thing. Getting a seven-year-old boy to like sit at a computer in his house with his two brothers distracting him every possible way and being able to just walk away makes
1: it really yeah. hard. So. <laughs> Yeah. So do you guys have any idea of when your church is going to reopen again and go back to normal Sunday services?
0: Um, as of now, no sooner than June 15th. Um, so we're United Methodist, and uh, we're following the guidance of our bishop in the cabinet for the state of Florida, which is right now June 15th. No sooner than June 15th is what they've instructed. But that's been extended a couple different times, so we don't really know for sure yeah. if that's going to be the case. And they also have a, a document they put out with – guidance on what to do when you reopen and how things will look or things to consider and honestly if we follow a lot of this stuff i'm almost like should we even (laughs) like isn't what we're doing kind of better than that i mean we're talking about you know everyone six feet apart masks no singing making sure somebody can disinfect the bathroom after every time someone uses it Um, Mm -hmm. yeah right um, just like everything like to the point where it's like you walk in you sit down you're there for what a few, a little bit, while someone talks for a little bit, and then you leave. And is that good enough to where we can be happy? I don't know. It just seems like, is it really better than what we're already doing? So
1: yeah, right. That is tricky. Yeah, it seems like in every church, it's going to be interesting to see like how long it takes for all these churches to reopen. Everyone's going to do it at their own pace. And yeah, I was thinking that actually a lot of churches are probably just going to take the summer off because summer attendance is usually down anyway. Mm-hmm. But
0: especially uh, uh, for
1: us. Um, like my, the church where I would lead
0: worship is in Cocoa Beach, so we get a lot of snowbirds that come in the winter, so summer is our, is a big downtime for us because they all leave and go back up north and yeah. um And so um we're actually at that church um, we've been planning to do a remodel in the sanctuary. And so we kind of streamlined and, and sped that up, and we're actually having our stage re kind of rebuilt and expanded right now. We're doing some new lighting and different things. So part of it is if that's even done by June, you know, mid June, would we even be able to go back to doing services yet, or not? I don't know.
1: Yeah, right. So what would you say, like, for you as a worship leader, has been like the hardest thing about all this? Like, what's been like the biggest struggle or challenge mm-hmm. you've you've faced, like, for your role?
0: Yeah, um, it's taking on the additional additional skills and learning new skills that I've had to learn as far as um, shooting the video editing the video I never did any of that stuff before I had very minimal experience editing any kind of video or shooting Mm -hmm. anything and just making the time to be able to make the content you know it's just it's not the same like you think oh well I've got so much flexibility to try and make it the way I want to make it or do, you know, if it didn't go right, do it again or whatever. But yeah, um, you end up spending so much more time than what you're used to on a normal week where you can just, you know, have one practice in a week or whatever, and then show up Sunday morning and play. And if things don't go right, it's not as big of a deal because we weren't live streaming or anything before. So it wasn't out there for everyone to watch over and over again. Yeah. Right. Um, that's been the hardest thing for me and then second to that i guess it's just the loss of community like we haven't really been able to get together with our team as full uh um, yeah that is
1: hard like how do you stay in touch with them all
0: it's not been easy it's been really hard to to stay in communication it's a text here and there
1: yeah
0: and probably not as much as i would i should have um, uh, would like to have but you know still trying to stay in touch a little bit and keep them on, up to date yeah. with what's going on we have a group me group chat but i haven't been using that as much as i have been individual contact so
1: yeah it's also hard too. I man, I hear you that like it's hard that there's a lot of worship leaders at churches who are having to wear multiple hats now. Like yeah. Now they're producing videos and now they're like a live stream director and yeah, a technical coordinator and the IT person and like yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, from Instagram you would think that every church is, you know, really big and like has a huge production team, but that's actually not the majority of churches. The majority right. of churches are very a lean team, small teams. Yeah. And people are wearing multiple hats and you have to. And I feel like even now, more so than ever, that's what's happening.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been the tech guy pretty much. And we've got we we had a handful of sound volunteers that were just no experience whatsoever. And then we kind of whittled it down to two guys, one who had a lot of experience and one guy who was working hard to try and learn as quickly as he could. Um, they're kind of rotating them, but that's it. I mean, you know, and then yeah. getting volunteers that can click through slides because yeah. we hadn't quite moved all the way to, uh, uh, to MIDI cues yet. But as far as like getting things set up, plugged in, you know, yeah. all that stuff, That's that was all me pretty much. So,
1: What have you noticed is different about leading worship now than it was, you know, four years ago? Other than, you know, obviously that we're like in person with people, but like, is there a difference in how you're like planning sets or songs or like? Yeah,
0: actually, I think I'm going a uh, a different route than a lot of people probably are. Um, and this is not to, like, say any they're wrong or I'm right. Um, it's just a different view. Um, a lot of people, I feel like, are kind of going with the I want to keep it familiar and, like, make them feel, like, familiar with what they're doing or, you know, being able to see the sanctuary, you know. Um, my kind of mentality has been, like, this should be a wake-up call. You know, we all say, well, the church is the people but then we still are like, Oh, I I miss the sanctuary. I miss, you know, being in the building. And um, I kind of want to have a whole different view. Like this should be our realization that like, is the church about holding services or is the church about serving? Mm -hmm. And, and so um, I'm trying to kind of without getting on like a soapbox type of thing and being like, this is how we should be doing things. But kind of with what I've been doing, I've been picking songs, like new songs. I haven't really stuck to a lot of the older songs that we were used to. There's been so many good songs that have come out just in like the last two months. And we're only doing two songs a service. We're keeping our services fairly short. Pastor read something that said, you know, people don't want to sit and watch an hour long video. So we're trying to keep them between 30 and 40 minutes. Yeah. And so a lot of weeks I've done like a, a song that's completely new and maybe one song that we haven't done before. There's been early on, we did the blessing in Graves in the Gardens the same week, which was, you know, brand new for us. And so I've kind of seen this as an opportunity to do new songs that people can get more familiar with because they're watching it online. They're not in a service with a bunch of people where they might feel uncomfortable because they don't know the words or they're not familiar with the song. Um, They can rewatch as many times as they want and uh, just kind of having a perspective of, you know, if the yeah. church never gets to go back to being in that building again, like yeah, we, we need to be able to still worship and, and find ways to serve as the church.
1: Man, so. I agree that I think that, yeah, on all that I agree. I was thinking too, <laughs> that like, I do think church services need to be shorter now. Mm. Some of them are just way too long. Yeah. And also like we may need to like change expectations on whether people should like have to sing along or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's funny. For I saw sure. like a video of like some live stream and it was a church basically doing like what they would do if there were like a thousand people in the room. Yeah. And it was like a full on huge production and like the camera was up close and he's like, good morning church. Come on, let's all stand up, get off your couch and sing. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) that just seems almost like out of touch of reality of like Mm -hmm. what's happening right now. Like we can't just do what we've always done. Yep. Like this is a different season and I think we have to like adjust to what season people are in right now. And so <laughs> I think, and I think that's been the tricky thing is how do we, yeah. you know, we're so used to doing church the same way. And mm-hmm. I feel like worship leaders maybe like even got in like a rut of like doing like every seven yeah. days, like we we do the same kind of production. Yeah. And then we were thrown this like curveball, ball and we have to figure out, well, how does it work now? And yeah. that is a challenge, major challenge.
0: Yeah. Early on, that was kind of how I felt like, it feels odd and awkward if I'm watching a service where they're pretending like we're still there, you know, rather than yeah. making it more personal. It yeah. just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel the same. And then I'd rather it be somebody sitting on their couch talking to me since yeah. I'm probably at home in my pajamas still anyway, Than than somebody, you know, pretending like it's the yeah the normal thing.
1: So. I hadn't even led worship actually during this time, but I was yeah. thinking that like if I were to uh, be leading, I'd probably just like, I would definitely change how I'm doing my sets. I would do shorter sets and I would also do songs that maybe aren't even like super congregational. And I might even say, like, listen, I know it's awkward to like sing in your living room when it's just you and another yeah. person. And I know that you probably maybe don't even want to. Like you're <laughs> yeah. you've got other things going on, like kids screaming yeah. in the background. So like, hey, <laughs> you have permission just to sit there and just let these songs like we're gonna sing over you. Yeah. You know, like Here's a song that we just hope is encouraging to you. Yeah. And just like read the lyrics and like think about what that means for you in your life. And yeah. I would almost like give people like permission to be like, Don't worry about it. Like you don't <laughs> need to like sing. Like in the
0: middle of the the sermon portion of our service, we adopted the puppy at the beginning of this and she had uh left some Tootsie Rolls in my son's room. So I had to like in the middle walk away from my iPad and go <laughs> clean up while church was happening. So um yeah, you know, it's, it's, right. there's just stuff going on. Like it's just different.
1: It's yeah, it's just different. different. And that's and that's the challenging yeah. part of it. So, man, yeah. you've been a part of loop community for a long time. Are you guys are you guys using tracks during this time? Yeah, we are. Um, so the first
0: kind of week we just went acoustic. And I think I had uh, one a track for one of the songs. I just kind of pulled the pad, I think. And maybe I added a pad to another one and like used like a cajon loop from Logic. Yeah. Um, I try to stay away from like full drum set tracks cause just, I don't know, it feels a little weird to me when it's just me and two vocalists and I'm an alone yeah. Player. Um, so I've been using the enhancement tracks as much as I can. Cool. Um, yeah. I like the, the fact that like it's kind of electronic drums in there. Um, yep. some of the multi-tracks have like a, a loop, a simple loop, drum loop that I can use rather than the full drums. Um, refuge yeah. was one that we did where I was able to kind of, you did refuge, the loop worship song. It. I did it like the week after you guys released it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, really
0: like right Dude, right away awesome. yeah
1: <laughs> and i haven't heard of anybody say that they played that song yeah i thought it worked well you
0: know Dude, that's the people killer, that man. were
1: singing with me yeah, yeah like
0: i love this song right at the bat um i think the the great thing about it well here's the thing is like i'm so tired of like the emo worship songs that everyone is just putting out and not that they're bad it's just like that's all i've ever hear anymore and so like to have a fun kind of upbeat joyful song and I think it's brilliance is in its simplicity. Like it's kind of a simple message, but at the same time, it's important for us to remember that God is always with us. And um, especially in this time, but to do it in a way that's fun and, um, you know, can yeah bring spirits up. So
1: yeah. man, that's also another really interesting thought of just that, like people are bombarded right now with just negative, negative mm-hmm. news. Like you can't turn on your phone, can't turn on your computer, watch the mm-hmm. news, read anything without just being like negative and like, the sky is falling yeah and i kind of agree with that in that like okay well if we're gonna sing songs like over people like let's not like sing like these sad like mopey like yeah. woe is me kind of like like maybe maybe people do need some hope and like some joy yeah. and like that's something i think to <laughs> yeah. consider i think there is a place for sure for those songs
0: right but i don't know there's just the, the the upbeat joyful songs are just so like few and far in between these days it, it's i feel like that's what i spend more time when it comes to finding songs that's what i spend more time doing is trying to find more like fun upbeat songs that we can kind of yeah. open with and stuff like that um because there's so many other ones that, that aren't that that i can that are coming out that are great that i it's not as hard to find those so
1: yeah man yeah well thanks for taking the time to join me for this absolutely and i've seen your name all around <laughs> Luke Kennedy before you've been around you've been with us for a long time it's so yeah cool I'm to a meet huge, you huge
0: fan um you know we've got a loop to miss we run prime i've got it pretty well set up now I've, i use a, a usb to as50 uh as50 yeah. converter so i can run as many tracks as i want individually to our x32 i've pretty much got set up for like 16 tracks it's been a huge improvement for us as a worship team our contemporary modern worship service just started full time in easter of 18. Oh, wow! so before that, I was just the youth guy. And honestly, like I didn't start learning to play guitar until I was about four months into being the youth guy. And another guy was kind of leading and we were meeting in the pastor's home. And then we started yeah. doing once once a month at the church. And it was me playing cajon, him guitar singing and the pastor's wife singing. And yeah. then he decided he didn't want to keep doing it. And they were like, do you want to try? And I was like, OK. And so then we did it for a few months of just once a month. And then we went full time. So it's only been about two years. That we've even had this service, but it's um, it's that's grown, cool, it's improved, and bringing the tracks in Prime was like a huge boost for us. So, dude, I that's awesome. What you guys do.
1: <laughs> well, thanks yeah. for joining us, bro, and yeah, um, we're glad you're a part of the community. I appreciate it. Take right, care, man. See you later. All right, that is community stories with Matt Gleason. You know, I've had some people ask like, why are we doing these community stories? And it is pretty simple. It's that loop community is more than a track store. We don't, we don't exist just to sell tracks and hardware and make software for running tracks. We exist to be a community of worship leaders who use tracks and are, who are all experiencing this whole COVID-19 thing together. And so we're doing these community stories just because I want to get to know people in our community and hear your story and hear what's going on and Every person a part of Loop community is way more than just a customer. You know, like we're not just a shop for tracks. We want to get to know everybody and we care about you and your church and what you're doing and what, what you're experiencing and the struggles you're going through. And hopefully these community stories have been encouraging in the sense that maybe if you're a worship leader, as you listen to it, you're like, oh, we're experiencing that same thing. Like we're not alone. Like that's a very common Story, you know, like, and actually, as I've been doing these, I've it seems like all every worship leader is really kind of facing the same types of challenges, no matter where in the world they are, which is pretty wild. So that's why we're doing it. I hope this is encouraging you guys. If you missed any of our other ones, you can find them in IGTV or our podcast. Also, Matt mentioned a song that we released called Refuge, and you may have missed it, but if you go to Spotify or Apple Music and search Loop Worship, that's like Loop Community's artist, basically, and we are releasing original worship songs. And one of the original worship songs we released is called Refuge. And uh, we've released, I think three or four songs. We've got a couple uh, more coming, but Refuge is a song that we released a couple weeks ago that I think is really timely for this whole thing. And that God is our refuge during this whole uh, pandemic. So if you missed it, go to Spotify, Apple Music. I think it's on YouTube as well. Just search Refuge by Loop Worship. And of course, all the tracks are at Loop Community if you need those. Chord charts are at praise charts. But I hope that uh, this has been encouraging to you. Thanks to everybody who's joined me for these community stories. It's been great just to get to know you guys and meet you. I've seen your names around the community, around the website, and it's cool to actually uh, meet you guys face-to-face. So thanks for joining. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on the Leap Community Podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.